Yes, sir. Back at it again. Today, I'm joined by my day one brother, former Moore High School football and track athlete, up and coming physical therapist, currently working towards a degree in exercise science at U of L. Might know him as Darb, but I'd like to welcome Darb Cintia Jr. to the show. What up? Man, what's up with you, man? It's good to have you. Shit, it's good to be here, Artie. It's good to have you, I man. It. It's been a minute, though. I've been trying to like get you on here because we spoke. Um, uh, what was it, like a week or two ago at uh, Chris's cookout about having you on the show? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to have your insight when it came to like uh, sports and like your experience with uh, just playing sports here in America and like the support you had or didn't have from your parents, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So, just uh, first and foremost, bro, like I know you, you, your two main sports were like uh, track and field. And that's where you really excelled at. You know, you're you're a very explosive guy. You know, you got a lot of speed and strength when it comes to you. So, like, like, um, what attracted you to football? Uh, first off, I'm I'm really down to challenges. When I first got introduced to football, I was trash at it. I tried playing at uh, sixth grade, played it, did horrible. And I was like, shit, I'm trying to get better at this shit. You know, because I like this so. Yeah, I just went on a journey to get better. And then as I was getting better, I started to like it. And then I was like, you know, um, this is a way out. You know, I know this nigga's making money off of it. So I was like, while I'm getting better, might as well be the best so that I can make it and make something out of it. So that's really what tried to be to it. Yeah, so you, you saw football as like an opportunity to do something you love and also like, you know, have something to provide for your family in the future, bro. Most definitely, that's what it was. Um, I mean, I wasn't really, school wasn't the biggest thing in my mind as a kid. So I was like, if I can get paid to run around, you know, catch a football, make a few juke moves, you feel me? It's like backyard football. If I can get paid to do that, I'll go do that, you know? Yeah. And I'm helping my people out, so. So like, what, what position did they start you at, you know, when you were little? Shit, I was at corner and, I was at corner mainly. Because, you know, when you're small, they start you at corner. Yeah. So, yeah, I was at corner. And I started dabbling into receiver a little bit. That's dope. That's dope. Like, did you play both sides of the ball or, like, only one side or special uh, teams, anything like that? Yeah, I played special teams for a little bit. Um, played both sides also. Um, mainly, high school when I really started, like, excelling and really started finding my position. So, high school when I really stuck to a cornerback. But also, like, when I'm by myself on the field, I also, like, run around with my receiving routes and practice and whatnot. So you ended up having to play corner since you started football up until high school? Yeah, I didn't like really have a choice, you know. If you're small, they, coaches usually pick a position for you. I, I played running back a little bit in high school, but wasn't nothing serious. Was like, was, like, um, was did the coaching, like, kind of um, – pandered to you in a sense like the playing style the way they coach did it did it work well for you as a player personally like you were like oh I can take advantage of this the way the style of coaching and the way they got our play set up it goes to my advantage you know as a cornerback I mean on defense you it's different from offense because I mean pretty much everybody usually has the same defense play you know cover two cover three yeah. man so I mean, if you're a cornerback playing cover two, you know what to do. If you're playing cover three, you know what to do. It's not like offense where you have a whole playbook, you know. 
But I mean, coaches, um, I had coaches who knew where to put me, you know, knew what I was best at, you know. Um, you know, they know their players, so they know where, who to put you on and stuff like that. So um, it helped me. So, but yeah. You think uh, the coaching at uh, Moore High School is better than it is better than it is now than it was like in the past, man? Most definitely. I think Tumbe did a yeah. great job. I mean, I wish I would have been there when he was coaching. <laughs> Tumbe. But yeah, um, I was upset when he when I found out he got there and they was doing so good. So I was like, man. Like, yeah, I mean, we was okay, but I think Tumbe and his staff really changed the culture there and they changed the atmosphere and those guys were doing really great. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, uh, he helped me when I was uh, playing football too. Like, he just inspired me like to work harder and keep grinding. Like he would uh, come here and pick me up and we'll go work out with uh, Keely and um, some of the bros from uh, Iroquois High School. Like he had me um, train with the older guys when I was in eighth grade just to get my athleticism better than that than my age group. So that was like he's really good at that, man, at physical training. Also, at like your technique as a player. So he does well, man. Yeah, man, you could take advantage of that. But um, so like, would you say uh, sports like gave you a lot of discipline, bro? Like help you to be a better person in a sense? Well, definitely. I think if I were to give any young kid a, a suggestion or like a parent, I would say let your kids play sports. Um, like, cause having uh, another adult who's not your mom or dad tell you what to do. Cause I mean, coaches, especially in fo uh, football, they don't take it easy on you. Dudes will say anything to you, you know, call you this word, that word, and you got to be, that teaches Tough you discipline life. because you got to be able to handle that. Because if you talk back or you do anything else, you bench for the whole game, you know, mm -hmm. or you're not practicing. You know? Yeah. They take away things. And that lets you know that how in life, you know, you got to listen to other people and you got to be able to be disciplined or things will be taken away or just consequences to your actions, which is what sports teaches you. Yeah, man. Would, would you say, uh, when you were uh, playing uh, football and track during high school, like it motivates you to get better grades so you could stay on the team, so you could get your play time in. Is so, it? you know, your coach could be like, man, Darb is a a very reliable player. You know, he keeps his he keeps himself in check. He works hard, hits the books. You know, so like, would you say it made your, um, it made you academically better? It did, because um, you always want to stand out, you know, because, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of players on the football team. All, most all of them are, are, are athletic. Um, but you got to stand out because you want to be the one that's athletic and also a stud in the classroom. So that's what I try to reach for, try to be the best in on and off the field um, so that, you know, my coaches are looking at me like, hey, you know, when those great reports come out, they're like, Darv guy, all A's, and he's turning up on the field. Yeah. You know, that's something yeah. comes up for me. See, that's why I hate, like, people be like, oh, don't let your kids play no sports or do any extracurricular activities. Their grades will go down. They won't want to focus on anything anymore. That's why I'm like, like, to me, when I was playing sports, bro, I'm telling you, like, when I was at uh, Olmstead or whatever, uh, when I was playing uh, football, I'm talking about, man, that's when my grades were at their finest. I had 4.0s every term. Every term, I was just like, yo, not only am I going to try to be the best on this field, but I'm going to be the best in school, you know what I'm saying? Because you so. stay focused. Because if you love that sport, you yeah. don't want to keep playing it. And you don't want anything to stop you from playing it. And bad grades is one thing that's going to stop you from playing it. Yeah, so I don't, I don't get where that, that comes from. That's just that's nonsense, man. But, like, I just I want to know, like, I know you, you know, you went through um, 
you know, I, uh, like I believe one or two injuries, you know, in the yeah. field. I want to know, like, with that injury stuff, like, can it? Can, how did? How does that impact you as a player? You know, not only physically but psychologically, man. Um, it's one of the toughest things to go through, um, especially being like, because my my shit happened. It was like my junior year when I first got my starting position, and I was like really excelling. I was really feeling it. Had coach telling me, you know, uh, that college is looking at you. You know, they're not D one, but if you keep going hard, you'll get to that D one. So I was like, hell yeah, you know. Um, when he told me that shit, you know, I told my people, I was like, I think I really want. to you know, take it serious. So when that happened, you know, like the middle of my junior year, it was really like, wow, because I'm thinking like, you know, I thought I found the answer, you know, like I thought this was it. So I'm like looking at God like, so like, what's the deal, you know? So, so yeah. It, you felt like it, it wasn't, it wasn't destined for you in a sense if you got through that injury or something, bro? I feel like I didn't know why. It yeah, why you? You know, like, I thought I was, you know, it was it, like, you know, I, yeah, it really messes with you because you, you sit there thinking like, you know, yeah. why and what yeah. did I do and all that. Especially but, when you were on top of your game, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got guys, you got a college prospect looking at you, man, yeah. and you're just seeing like, well, this kid's a good player and stuff, and then boom, you get an injury. And it's very unfortunate that their interest just ends up going away and stuff yeah. like that. And you're just trying to go back to what you used to be. Yeah, It can be hard, man. Like for me, bro, I think it was like I didn't get an injury. But it was just when I got cut, and I was just like, yeah, "Damn, I got cut it. from the yeah, basketball I was, team." Was and that that tore me up psychologically, yeah. and I was like, "Yo, this is wild. I've never been cut from a basketball team." But you know, it, it is what it is. I felt like I should have transferred though, because I think it would have been better for me as a player. And like, I no matter what school I went through, went to, like academically, I, I would have been able. To like still hold my own, like even if I transferred to Manual or Butler, whatever the case may be. But I was, I was just like, yo, I'm not just gonna do that transfer and then you know get cut from another school. Let me bounce back my junior year yeah. and try to do some. And then he wasn't having that man. Didn't care. He cut me again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was trying to tell you, bro. Don't let that stop you, bro. Yeah, you not, was really ignorant. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I tell you, bro, he was nice. Dog. He yeah. just kept going hard. I mean, I mean, it didn't it didn't stop me at all from my basketball career, bro. Because yeah, I, I played I played AAU mm-hmm. all the time every year, so I was just like, okay, I can't play school ball. That's fine. I still got AAU. Yeah. So I played AAU and all the time. Also, like the opportunity is still there, believe it or not, bro. Because yeah. um, like there is a thing like it's kind of like college AAU, and it's like intramurals in a sense. But you travel and stuff. And there was this guy, my friend Maxwell, introduced me to him. And he was like, yo, um, I like how you were doing here today at the SRC. SRC's U of L Student Recreational Center. And he like, um, you know, we were just playing pickup basketball and I was doing pretty decent out rebounding guys, you know, um, being just a role player, uh, passing it to an open man, you know, playing good defense. My offense was just regular, you know, but my defense is always outstanding. So he's just like, I like how you play, man. You know, and he was like, he's like, yo, um, you did you know U of L has a um, a recreational team that travels. I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, if you play well enough, you know, other colleges that are out there, you know, take an interest in you. And, um, you know, you could be a possible walk-on for a team. You know, you never know. Yeah. So I was just like, wow. And then he he actually had receipts. Because at first I was like, man, this man is bullshitting me. I don't even want to deal with that. 
But then he had receipts. He, he made me go look at some YouTube videos of him coaching at games and stuff. And some of his players actually walked on to some uh, Division One universities, Division Two universities. So, like, you know, the opportunity's still there. But, I mean, I, I don't know if, like, I feel like it's destined for me anymore. Yeah. You know? There's still so many other ways yeah, to become successful I, in life. You know? open throughout, yeah. you know, your life. Yeah, sports, sports isn't uh, necessarily anything. But, anyways, I wanted to ask you, man, what, what do you think about this Cam Newton contract with the Patriots, bro? What you think? You think he's getting himself in, like, in like a sticky situation or it's like I don't think it's like it'll be straight I think I think uh you know Cam Newton's entering a new like team a new like environment so the Patriots are trying to like test him out that one-year deal is like the safest bet for him because yeah Patriots get to see what he's about and he gets to see how he feels about the Patriots yeah so I think after that year, they'll both know where they're going. Cam Newton's very injury prone, though. He, he does. He gets a, a lot of injuries, bro. He gets a handful of injuries. All right, man. Re- All right, Ben. Say, speak your speak your piece, man. Okay. I'm a, I'm a diehard, diehard Patriots fan. Hit me, the Patriots fan since 2008. So look, look. Cam Newton is coming into an organization where. They don't care if you can go give them freaking uh, 150 on the floor while running. They don't care if you can give me throw 300 yards every game by yourself. It's his system, and if he don't, if he doesn't fit that system, doesn't they, they don't they don't care if to me what Cam Newton is. But I think Cam Newton is coming in there with the mindset he knows what he's about to play for. Right? He knows what he's coming into. He's just going. I think if he comes in that system. He's gonna tell. He's gonna show him that he can work in the system. But as soon as he's done showing me he can work in the system, he's gonna show him that Cam Newton, you feel me, that Superman. And once he does, that's another Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Twenty twenty Patriots win the Super Bowl. I'm calling right now. Okay, I'm calling right now. Yeah, no, no, calling. That's a But like, I feel like um. His performance, you know, I don't know what year it was. I'm trying to think back. Was it 2016, 2017? Uh, it was 15. Okay, I'm two years ahead. Well, yeah, he his his performance uh, at that Super Bowl, he could have done so much better because there was a moment where he jumped back from the ball when it when uh, it, it fumbled, and I, I wasn't too well. Also, like I heard he didn't take the loss very well. Like you know, he wasn't very he wasn't being too professional and mature, mature about the situation. So. Yeah, I think he's had some time to mature, though. Um, especially I've been seeing him on IG, and he's going through like, like a spiritual awakening, and mm-hmm. he's you know recovering from everything. Cause I mean, he took a lot of hit with that Super Bowl loss. Um, so I think, um, especially after after getting cut by the Panthers, um, I think he's understanding what he needs to do. Like mm-hmm. Ben said, I think he's going to eventually realize his spot on the team. Um, it's going to depend on if, have, if they're going to be okay with switching to his – if they're going to have a player. Because yeah. he's not – he's nowhere close to Tom Brady, the way Tom Brady – I mean, yeah. Game. Like mentally, Tom Brady's um, football IQ smarts, IQ, and um, his abilities on the field is not close to uh, Cam. I mean, Cam is a still a good quarterback, um, but, but play I, styles are different. I think it would be like, you don't take into account, like, K 
Cam is open to learn some stuff. Yeah, he's he is. smart. Yeah, he's not stupid. But he can't completely change his his play style. They're gonna have he, to work with him. He won't have to sit in the. I don't think Cam Cam can sit in the pocket and throw the ball as long as he's six. He's six five, two fifty. You, he's not gonna hitting him. He's not a problem. You, you don't care if you hit him. He's gonna get back. He don't get back up. He don't give you like at least four hundred yards if you want him to do four hundred yards throwing. Yeah, he's straight. It's the only thing is. I think the only problem he might he might face when he walks in that in the Patriots locker room is uh, what Belichick wants to do with the team, and then his attitude towards you know how he plays the game of football. You feel me? He plays more you know emotional passion. Belichick is like the system, it's calculated. Yeah. So that's that'll be the only place that they will knock heads out. Yeah. Anyways, like how do you feel about like the young guys like uh you know Lamar Jackson and like uh. Uh, was it Patrick Mahone? Yeah. You know, just uh, just switching up the game of the, of, you know, playing the position of quarterback. Just showing that hey, I can be the quarterback, but I can be the most athletic player on this team. You know, I can run. I, I can be more dynamic than just throw the football. You know, how, how do y'all feel about their impact right now in the game? Um, I think it's great. I mean, we saw that with uh, um, Vic before. We saw that with uh, what's his name, quarterback for the. Uh, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I name, but yeah, we saw that, you know. No, no, we didn't forget his name. I'm talking about way in the back. I know who I know who he is, but like white dude. Oh. Oh yeah, you're talking about the old one. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I forgot his yeah, name. Yeah, I forgot his name. But anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, we saw that with guys like that already. Um, but I think it's great because they're really like Proving themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, throughout the league, people make it seem like you know, if you're a scrambler, or if you run the ball, you're you're a um, you're a hazard to your safety, and teams should be cautious. You know, they shouldn't put too much money in you. Um, you run the ball takes away from you being a good, you being able to throw the ball. Yeah. So I think, especially like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar, they're doing both. Especially Pat, he's really showing out because yeah. he like. They call it, they, he can do like all yeah. that shit. He yeah. can throw the ball and he can run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he can throw running. Yep. So I think they're both of them are like reestablishing that running quarterback thing that's being yeah. said. And then also like with, with the size too, the size of the quarterback I feel like is getting um, modified too because you know that the average quarterbacks were usually pretty tall, you know, above six foot. Yeah, six but now, probably, yeah, Russell Wilson. But now you you got um yeah Russell showing out. You you got um the the quarterback also for the Cardinals. You know the one they recently recruited. He oh, also got um Kyler Murray. Yeah, MLB offer correct. Yeah, him yeah. Kyle Murray. He he's a small dude, but he's very dynamic. You know, in his playing style and how he performs. Too. Baker too. Baker's yeah. pretty short too. Yeah. So like you know they're they're just showing like the NFL and um. The fans like, hey, I don't have to be this big, tall, macho dude to outperform these other guys. I they're, can just do it. Be I can just do it being me. They're breaking like molds. Yeah, they're, they're breaking norms, definitely. Type stuff like they, like the NBA with like freaking uh, what you would call it, like freaking. They can have like a six eleven guard walk through. Mm-hmm. They have a Jokic playing point guard. Yeah, like yeah, everything that's wild, is bro. everything in sports is changing, and mm-hmm. that's. But I think it's so dope, bro. It's just like music. It's just changing. Yeah. It's changing constantly. I think athletes is just becoming, you feel me, better. Yeah. Like a whole lot. But but the one thing I don't that kind of bothers me is that boxing is kind of changing too. Like they're showing that you can be a fat guy and beat up everyone. You know, like um, you know, Tyson Fury. 
And then you got the other guy that beat up. Um, I wouldn't say Tyson Fury's fat. He's out of shape. I wouldn't say he's fat. Nah, he, he was pretty nah, he fat, fat, bro. He's he got, fat. He got I mean, he got he slimmed up more, but you know, he, he's a little floppy. But also, you got uh, what was the guy that that knocked out um, that British guy? It was a Mexican dude that knocked him out. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, know his but, but yeah, that dude, chubby. that dude was chubby. He was straight up. You know, he was obese, yeah. but he he just showed everyone like, hey, I can still whoop guys out here. Don't don't he was handling. You know, don't judge me at all. So I think they had a rematch though, and he won because they said. That, yeah, they um, did have a rematch. He, he won by unanimous decision though. Was, he just wasn't in it that day. Yeah. So when they fought again, he had him. So. I don't know. That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, but still, man, bro got knocked out. That was <laughs> that bothered me. I was like, oh my gosh, bro, do you? Like, come on, man, not this guy. Yeah, I that shit too. I think that was like, like the biggest thing on ESPN that day. Cause I mean, nobody saw that shit happening. My man jogged around the ring, and his stomach was jogging with him. Hey, he put on for Mexico though. He, he did. did. Hey, he did. Mexican fighters are phenomenal, bro. If I was Mexican, that would have been lit. I'd have been in the ring with him. But but that that doesn't shock me because you know Mexican boxers have beaten some of the um, top tier uh, U.S. boxers, bro. So they they just they there's some pretty feisty people when it comes to that ring. But they do they do a great job, man. I really like them. So with that being said, man, Darb, um, you know I just want you to tell the audience what you got next up. You know what's next for Darb? What's he got planned what has he been up to currently man right now you know just doing what everybody's doing with me right now i'm just doing what everybody's really doing uh school work um gonna transfer to ulvl next semester um chase after the exercise science degree um after i get that i might go back to my to my doctorate be a physical therapist or I might just use the exercise science degree and do something in that field, either coach or start a start a business where I help athletes or the young generation. Respect. Yeah, you know, because, you know, like the main thing is like try to prevent injuries, like what I went through. So I'm trying to help like the young generations who are playing sports to know how to take care of their body so they don't get hurt and have to deal with that shit. So. Depending on what the opportunities are handed to me, I might go with that. Um, right now, I'm just taking it easy, you know. Yeah. Hey. Um. Anyways, before we go, I want to give a shout out to uh, Yankee sister, Yankee sister's uh, restaurant. She has. Uh, she has a like a pick up and go restaurant. Mm-hmm. I believe is it uh, Ma- Mash Cuisine. Yeah, Maja's Cuisine. Yeah. Malaysia's. Malaysia's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make sure to make sure to check that out, guys. You know. She she's uh, up and coming. She serves quality food. It tastes really high nice. Quality. Yeah, really high nice. quality. It's very, very nice. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. So uh, make sure to check that out, man. She's doing her thing, and you know, I, much love and appreciate it. So, all right, man. Another episode knocked out. Real talk with a jock.